Isaiah 42, 1 through 9. Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says the Lord, who creates the heavens and stretches them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare, before they spring forth, I tell you of them. This is an invitation of a call to a battle that we are fighting, and we don't realize it. This is a call to rise to the occasion and to put on the new spirit that God is offering to you in this time. This is the beginning of the birth pain of the last days. This is what I believe that God is showing me. This is what this is my message of redemption and this is a mystery, a great mystery that was made from the beginning of time. And when God made man, he allowed time as a measurement to measure this period that we have here while on earth. This this time on earth, this is not our home. This is where we dwell until we are going to be in eternity with Jesus except here's the thing this is what kingdom living is it is living in the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven this is the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ and anyone who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and if you listened to my first season, you would know that the last episodes I've been talking about repentance. And here's the deal for anyone that's listening is that we don't realize sometimes that our sin is sin because we've been blinded by the darkness. The darkness has blinded us and we've fallen asleep because we don't realize that, that the way we're living in a rebellious heart is sin. 
and we don't maybe we profess Jesus as our savior and we are saved maybe that but maybe we don't realize that because we've chosen to live in sin maybe even rewriting a little bit of the Bible sometimes and saying what is sin and what is not to make it to validate it and make it seem like it's not sin but anything that is not obedience toward God is sin and we know that because that's what Jesus proclaimed and that's throughout the entire Bible that's the story of Eve when she disobeyed God and so we know that if this is a message for a non-believer a believer someone that's been born again someone that's My testimony is that there was a time when I believed tithing or going to church or um, having the cross tattooed on my ankle was something of beauty toward God. And those are nice things, but if I'm not obeying Him in other areas of my life, then I won't be filled with the Holy spirit if I'm choosing to and I will have the Holy Spirit because if you're saved you have the Holy Spirit if you confess Jesus he is faithful and just to forgive your sin forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness and I've always professed Jesus as my Lord and Savior and there came a time when I it's been hard for me to share Jesus because of some ways that I was living wasn't living up with my actions and I couldn't see it because you can't see it when you're sleeping you don't know when you're asleep sometimes you have nightmares and sometimes you have really good dreams but you just don't know the difference from being awake and so this thing about I've been talking about I'm wanting to do because when you pray for the Holy Spirit to fill you and forgive you and repent the word repent we know metanoia in the Greek it means to change meta change noia thinking so we're changing our thinking and in order to do that you have to wake up and realize that what you're doing is wrong and it's not pleasing to God and that's a good thing because it's his kindness that leads us to repentance it's his grace it's his love of he's you know what god is so jealous for you he's a jealous god and think think of somebody that you're maybe a little bit like you've ever felt like i want all their time and attention because i just love that person i want them all for me maybe it's your spouse or your friend or someone that's just awesome like that's how God feels about you he's jealous for you he wants your devotion but he wants to be your dad you know like he also wants you to obey him the way you want your children to obey you and so the Holy Spirit's going to show you these things when you ask him to fill you with his spirit and and turn from anything that you might be doing that's not pleasing with God and 
me say I'm no one's judge. It's it's not my job. I, I God forbid me ever judge someone. But what I'm letting you know is just what God's showing me about about his world, about his precious daughters. And this one is a specific call to women. And my next episode will be a specific call to men. And this call to women is to to see our own religiosity. Because the first thing that God started showing me last year when I started reading my Bible and being hungry for God and, and praying to be hungry for God is that he showed me my own self-righteousness. That I've been living self-righteously and not even seeing my own sin and seeing and seeing the, the people, the men that I had dated, seeing their sins and not my own. And now that's what I I repent from that. That's a very personal thing to share. And I'm being vulnerable because vulnerable because I want you to see my heart and that it's one of love and truth and truth and love go hand in hand and I wouldn't say something that was hard to say unless it was true because I cannot separate truth and love and the Lord's word is a double-edged sword, but it is our sword, everyone. It's our sword, so we're picking it up for the battle, and the battle belongs to the Lord. And it's not all sad. It's actually a great love story that's going to unfold in the course of this season. And this season is the season now to blow up the darkness with light, and that's what we're going to do. So blow it up and that is conquering overcoming evil with good and it's joyful it's hilarious just praying and hearing some of the fun ways that God's redeeming some areas in my life and one is the call is is really humility humility in in what I wear humility in in modesty, women, I believe that we are called to be holy because God is holy and we are his precious daughters and we need to be careful about, I live in Southern California on the beach and um, we need to be careful about the swimsuits that we wear and we need to be n not, um, you know, wearing things that here's the deal we're god's kids you know like i don't believe we were created to be sexual objects that would like and i know that just that would hurt you to hear that the word sexual object no sisters that's because we're not we are not so let's Let's act in a way that's pure and pleasing to the Lord because He is our shield. 
and in order for him to be our shield we have to be obeying him we have to be behind him right he has to be the lord of our life he has to be sovereign and so being filled with him he might the holy spirit might show you some things that we have to let go of but we know that the former things of this world are passing away so i like to think about it like this rachel my good friend says it like well we're not it's not going to be in heaven you know like so think about it if there's a way that you're dressing or acting on earth that's not going to be in heaven now i'm not talking about here's what i'm talking about exact things that aren't going to be in heaven are Also, I have another scripture for you that I want to read. Luke 17, 11 through 17. Oh, sorry, 37. Oh, it's going to be a stretch. Here we go. It's going to be good. I'll stop along the way. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers, who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go away and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no, found, was no one found to return and give praise to God except this corner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. <clears throat> so this is my thanks be to God that leads us in his triumph. God goes before us. The battle belongs to the Lord. And so I praise, I praise your name, God. And that's, that's where this is coming from, is that this time is a time of <coughs> battle winning. And that reminds me of what, what one of my little students, Cooper, said this year when I coughed. I, he said, Miss O'Grady, it sounds like there's a battle in your mouth when I was coughing. And that is what there is inside of me. There's a fire that's being lit that I want to share the truth with everyone because I love, I love people because, because how can I not love God's children? We're God's kids. We're God's kids. So I love you. And this message is for you that the kingdom of God is coming and it's here. It's here today and it's an invitation for you. Continuing on in verse 20. Being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. And he said to the disciples, The days are coming when you will desire to see one of 
to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. And they will say to you, Look, look, or look there, do not go out or follow him, for as the lightning flashes and lights up from the sky from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first, he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days of the Son of Man. So what Jesus is talking about is his coming kingdom, is his return as the reigning God, the Lord, the Almighty, the sovereign God of the universe on this planet. And today is Earth Day. And the message is Jesus is coming back to reign on this earth. And he's going to create a new earth as it is in heaven. He's going to make earth just like it is in heaven. This is the call. He's, he's bringing heaven down to us because he's coming back. He's coming back. And so we got to get excited and be filled with the Holy Spirit and joy and peace and patience and goodness and kindness and love and self-control. And that's the one that we don't really like to talk about a lot, self-control. And God wants you to have self-control in all areas of your life. Why? Because it's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And if you're not practicing it, then you're not living it. And then if you're not living it, then you're just going to fall short unless you give it to God and that's what this message is about just give it to God like don't be in fear don't be in shame don't don't be in condemnation you are beautiful it's just turning in the filthy rocks for his robes of righteousness you're all so loved and this message is for anyone that is it's anyone it's from someone that dresses so modestly that's a virgin. This message is for a virgin. This message is for someone that's had many sexual relations. Is of whatever your sexual, where you're at sexually. Because I don't believe our sexual identity defines us. I don't believe in sexual identity. I believe that wherever you, wherever, whatever you're doing sexually in your life, you are loved 100%. You're God's child, and he wants to bring you home. And he's going to capture your heart and romance you back to him. That's what he does. He pursues you because he is a jealous God. Think about someone that just you want to spend time with all the time because you're jealous, right? Have you ever felt jealous? Like, oh, I just love that person so much. I want their time. Their time is precious to me. Well, that's how God feels about you. He loves you. And he thinks you're amazing. So amazing. And he wants your time and your heart. And when you give it to him, you're going to hear his voice. And when you hear his voice, you're going to realize, oh, he is so good. Oh, my. I said, good Lord. And I was just laughing about Sister Act, uh, Sister Act 1 when um, Whoopi Goldberg plays. And she says, I will follow him, follow him wherever he may go. And first she's singing about a man, and then she starts, as, as a nun, singing about God, and her heart is changed through these nuns that are 
they really love. They have the Holy Spirit. I, I see it in the movie. That movie's a great movie. Um, that's what they, they give off in the movie. <laughs> so then she's thinking, I will follow him, follow him wherever he may go. There isn't an ocean too deep, a mountain so high he would keep. Keep me up. Whoa, way off key. That's okay. I'm not going to edit that out <laughs> because it's okay. It's just whatever. I love to sing to God and I love to dance. And that's something God's been showing me too is I can sing for him and I can dance for him by myself with him. And it's super fun. <laughs> So it doesn't matter about going off key as much as it does matter about your heart, right? The Lord loves a heart of humility and grace and kindness. And because these are all evidences of the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life. And so back to the self-control, that's the call is live in self-control with, with what we do because our body, our mind, our spirit are all connected and what we do matters. I was just watching Batman Begins and Katie Holmes tells Bruce Wayne in this part, she's playing of the girl friend, you, it doesn't matter so much who you are, it matters what you do and that that's it. That's blowing up the darkness with light. That's truth, right? That's that's what light piercing the darkness is truth. And we are to be the light of God. Remember that song, Don't Let Satan It Out? And the song from, yeah, White as Snow, the light is good. And when you have the Holy Spirit, oh, he is so good. And he's not going to he's not going to let you go. He's, he's got, he wants to bring you to this place of praise him in Jesus name, whatever I'm going through, he's got me. And that is where he wants us is this place of just, just complete in love with him because he's worthy. He's worthy of our praise. Okay. And finishing this scripture in Jesus name so continuing on here's where it gets the battles up the battles beginning <clears throat> verse 24 for as the lightning flashes and the lights up the lights up the sky from one side to the other so will the son of man be in his day but first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation so this generation, he wasn't talking about them. He was talking about the generation that would reject him in the day of his return. And he's been rejected in so many of us and in so many of the world where, where Christians are being slain and have been ever since, ever since Jesus, he was, he was slain. They've, people have been being slain for their faith physically and martyrs so but first he must suffer many things oh yeah verse 25 
26, just as it was in the days of Noah. Just as it was in the days of Noah. We're going to get to that verse in a later episode. But if you look around, it doesn't take much to turn on something or see something or hear something or do something that doesn't bring God honor and glory but the seven deadly sins if you read if you want to know what those are you can look at look up those seven deadly sins and see it and and this is this is if you ask the Holy Spirit to show you and he will he will show you so the days of Noah I would say from what the Holy Spirit has been showing me are very similar to what's happening now in our world and if that speaks to you and if you think about some of the things that we do children I'm going to let the Holy Spirit convict you on the things that happen in this world and things that you and I all do. Because verse 27, they were eating and drinking and drinking and marrying and being given in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But on the day when Lot went out from Sodom, fire and sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed them all. This was a metaphor of what was to come. Jesus is telling us this in Luke chapter 17. So will it be on the day of the Son of Man is revealed? So the, there's a fire that's going to come down when Jesus returns. On that day, let no one who is on the housetop with his goods in the house not come down to take them away. And likewise, let the one who is in the field not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. And if you know the story of Lot, I've, there's, a, there's a painting in the Getty of Lot and his daughters that awful remnants that was left on the daughters from their sin in Sodom and Gomorrah. And these girls, it's, I'm not going to say on this podcast what happened, but there's a story in the Bible that adults could read. And there is something about Bob's wife, why she turned back. It's because she loved the darkness. She loved the ways of the world. And what was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah is now happening in our world today. Whoever seeks, remember Lot's wife, verse 33. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will keep it. I tell you, in that night, there will be two in bed. One will be taken and the other left. There will be two women grinding together. One will be taken and the other left. And they said to him, where is the Lord? He said to them, where is the corpse? 
is there the vultures will gather. Where the corpses, the vultures will gather. Oh, that's really heavy. I don't, I don't know exactly when Jesus is coming back, but he is coming back and he's calling us to him and he has an amazing, I, I can't even, to say amazing would just be like, what, what is that? We have no idea how awesome it's going to be. I love you all. Have a great day and be blessed.